Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we talk about how to stop taking things so personally. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. It is taking things too seriously. I am a massive, massive offender when it comes to this. I'm not sure why. I don't really know where it comes from, but I just take things too seriously. I take other people too seriously. I take the things people say to me too seriously. I take negative comments about this podcast too seriously. I just have a very hard time uh, separating between the successes and failures of things and I take a lot of the negative stuff far more seriously than I should. And I know this is something that many of you struggle with as well in your day-to-day lives and your relationships with others, with your relationships with your partners. So I want to go through in this episode some reasons why we take things so seriously and uh, to give you a better idea of what you can do about it, how you can start to become better. Uh, And again, I want to remind people that this is not an overnight thing. Personal development, personal growth is not easy. It is not something that you just flip a switch and all of a sudden it works. No, you've got to practice it. You've got to work at it. You've got to make it your own. You've got to try it and fail it and try it and fail it and try it and fail it over and over and over again until one day you wake up and you realize you are doing it. It's just like riding a bike. So this is going to be a super good episode. Okay, so reasons that we take things so personally. One of the main ones, one of the most important reasons the things that uh, I think really sort of stick with us is that we depend on others for security and our needs. Now, what does this mean? Well, for many of us in our day-to-day lives, uh, if not all of us, quite frankly, I'm just going to say all of us, for all of us, we have people around us that matter to us. We have people around us that support us in a number of ways, emotionally, financially, whatever way people are supporting us in our day-to-day lives. These people are critical to our survival. And so, of course, we love them, we we cherish them, we want to see the best for them, we want to have the best relationship with them. But also, on a subconscious level, there is a need there. We have a necessity for them. They are the source of our emotional support. They are the source of our financial support. They are the su- source of our support in any number of ways. They are part of the reason that we are here alive in the world. And when those people specifically start to criticize us, start to um, 
maybe disagree with things that we believe, maybe uh, uh, have different views than the ways that we view the world, it hits in a more personal way because there is this underlying fear of losing that support. We need this person. There is a necessity there. And if that person all of a sudden decides, you know what, I'm not going to give this person that support anymore, it would crush us, both in our real lives, in our day-to-day conscious existence, where we maybe lose a friendship, we maybe lose a relationship with a parent, with a loved one, whatever it might be, but also in that subconscious layer of that trauma, recognizing that that need is no longer being filled. And this is why so many people who go through trauma like that, like losing a loved one, like losing um, a, a parent, a partner, a child, whatever it might be, that need is no longer being filled. And we tend to turn to other things to try and fill the need. A lot of people, unfortunately, end up dealing with that loss through alcohol or drugs or any number of other vices that sort of fill that need short term or at least make us forget that the need is not being met. So I know this sounds like I'm going a little bit off the rails. I recognize that. But My overall point here is that one of the big reasons that we take criticism so hard and that we uh, take things so personally, especially when it's coming from someone that we have a subconscious need for in our lives, is that fear of loss. It's that fear of losing that uh, source of whatever need they are filling. And if we can start to recognize this, if we can start to understand that it's not just that we love this person, it's not just that we respect this person, it's also that there is a need that might not go filled, then we can start to shift our way of thinking towards something that is much more sustainable and towards a relationship with that person that uh, works long-term regardless of whether or not they criticize us. Now, a second major reason that we take things so personally, especially when it's coming from somebody that we love and cherish in our lives, is because it adds stress to our mental health. It can cause feelings of loneliness. It can cause feelings of rejection. It can cause feelings of anxiety and of depression about our own abilities and our own capabilities in this world. It can cause us to doubt ourselves, to feel like we're not enough, to feel like we're we're just worthless. It can lead to any number of mental health issues that are difficult to dig ourselves out of because it's coming from this person that we need in our lives, this person that we we crave their approval in a lot of ways. And maybe we don't actually notice that. Maybe we don't even recognize that that's the relationship we have with them. But we do. We rely on them for approval. We rely on them for uh, so many things that we just have not been able to fill for ourselves. And this often happens with spousal relationships. You've built your lives together. You have grown together. You've become the people you are together. And you subconsciously end up leaning on each other in a lot of ways, especially emotionally. And that, when that, that has the risk of being torn apart, we can often internalize that as mental health issues. We can often turn to feeling more anxious, feeling resentful, feeling lonely, feeling all of the different issues. So what can we do about this? Well, one of the number one things, uh, and I I first just want to state that this is not easy. When we're dealing with subconscious issues, when we're dealing with uh, a degree of reliance on people around us that we don't even realize is there in a lot of ways, 
it's not easy to solve. This isn't something that you can just fix. This isn't even something that this podcast is going to help you fix. Just knowing it's there isn't enough. We need to actually show up and keep trying to be better. Keep trying to recognize it over and over again. Recognize it when it's happening in the moment and try to change your reaction to it. So one thing you can do when you start to get that criticism, which will inevitably come, the people around you love you and they care about you and they want to see the best for you and that's why they're criticizing you. But that's the key. You have to be able to switch the way that you look at it. It can't be this person's criticizing me and therefore they're angry at me and therefore I'm not good enough. It cannot be that. It has to be this person is uh, commenting on something or criticizing something and that's because they love me. That's because they want me to be the best I can be. That's because they know I'm better than maybe what I've done in the past. That's because they just care about this thing and they also care about me and our relationship. And so they're not going to just walk away. They instead are going to use their voice and share their feelings about something. That's how we have to view those criticisms. We have to shift the way that we see them, shift our viewpoint on the criticism, start asking ourselves, what is their point of view on this? Why would they be mentioning this? Why is this important to them? Why is this something that they feel they should say? And is it a good thing that they're saying it? Doesn't them saying it mean that they are here to stay, that they value me, that I matter to them? Doesn't it mean that they're not just going to get up and disappear? If we can view criticisms as a sign of safety, a sign of uh, support rather than a sign of rejection, then we can start to take things less personally and we can start to recognize that uh, when someone we care about, someone we love decides to say something and uh, potentially criticize us, that doesn't always mean that they're in the right. That doesn't always mean that uh, that was the best way to handle it, but it does typically mean that they are doing it out of love for us rather than out of uh, anger or hatred or any of the other things that we may sort of immediately internalize it as. And another thing that you can do that I've found incredibly valuable is to just take space. Often our initial reactions is not actually how we feel. And this is true for the person criticizing as well. Many times people just react. We just see something and say something. It's that simple. There's no real thought going into it. They're not necessarily considering your feelings. You're not necessarily considering their feelings. We just act on impulse. That is that caveman lizard brain that just sees and says. We just immediately go for it. What adding space allows us to do is it gives us time to process. It gives us time to really think through things. And if somebody is criticizing you and you immediately take it personally, you immediately feel hurt, you immediately feel guilty and bad and like you're not good enough, that is the caveman brain reacting to what it perceives as a wound, as an attack on you. But if you can step away, if you can give it space, give it time, calm yourself down enough just to get out of the room, just to close your eyes, just to take a deep breath, if you can give yourself that that space, then your logical brain can kick in and it can look at the situation and say, you know what? This isn't an attack. This isn't something that I should take personally. This is just them sharing their feelings, and probably it's coming from their caveman brain. They just saw it and said it and didn't think about anything in between, and it's okay for them to have that reaction. And by giving yourself space, that also means, by definition, giving them space, which means their logical brain can kick in, and they can start to question, was that even right? Probably they'll come to you with an apology if it truly was something that was more hurtful than it was meant to 
be. This is something that, uh, again, I struggle with all the time and has been a recurring um, conversation in mine and Rachel's relationship because I tend to take things more personally. But when I've been able to add space to a situation, I can often realize where the criticism is actually coming from rather than assuming that it's an attack on me in some way. So that's my advice. If you want to take things less personally, if you want to um, allow yourself to have a better relationship with those around you, then you need to recognize that a big reason you are taking it so personally is because it feels like there is an attack on this necessary relationship, this relationship that is filling a need that you have not been able to fill yourself. And that means giving yourself some perspective on that relationship. And number two, giving yourself space so that the logical brain can kick in and you can start to recognize what this criticism was actually about rather than taking it to places it was never meant to go. So I hope this is helpful to some of you out there. Uh, Again, this is a journey. This is not something you can fix overnight. This is not a life hack that you can just do and all of a sudden you're fixed. It is a problem that we all have. It is something that we all face and we have to try and be better and do better and get better. Progress over everything. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to give this a share with someone in your life that you think could gain value from it. It would mean the world to me and hopefully be a lot of help to them as well. Uh, Be sure to click subscribe wherever you're tuning in. If you're on YouTube, drop a comment down below. Let me know your thoughts. And as always, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.